Hello, and welcome to another episode of May the Power Protect You, a podcast where we talk about everything that goes on with Power Rangers, including the end of the series as we know it for now, and just, you know, everything that goes on in the Morphing Grid. I'm one of your hosts, Joel, and with me, as always, is... Like I always say, if you want to succeed, be prepared to hide in the bowels of a rickety starship. It's Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, okay. Good one, good one. That's how I'm surviving this hiatus. <laughs> this hiatus, oh my god, it's devastating to me. Mm, I also didn't know that you called your boyfriends a rickety starship, but hey. <gasps> <laughs> Since you want to hide in the okay. bowels of them, I mean. <laughs> oh my god. Listen, listen, listen. I don't have any boyfriends right now, so fine. Hey. Be either, so you know we're in the same boat. <laughs> That's fair. That's Anyhow, fair. let's stop being dirty. Let's stop being blue, and let's introduce our special guest for this episode. Hi, Zach. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hello. <laughs> hello. 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 I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's very good to have you back. Yeah, I'm so excited to get you have you back and get to chat about this episode in particular because it's interesting because we're in a weird place now because like this is the end, literally called that. Um, but mm-hmm. like, it's not, we know it will come back in some form sooner or later. Right. But I'm, it's, it's interesting because it's, it's all right. Is it all right if I just like jump right in? Um, if we're talking, if we want to talk about the full season, I I say, let, it won't be a full thing. Okay. I just want to say that it feels like it's, it's a pretty good ending. Yeah. Yeah. To like the, to the everything. Yes, it is. Yeah. Like it's. It, it, cause like it implies, ooh, there might be some more, but like it ends with the music and I'm like rocking mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. vibing with it. Yeah, I think it's a good ending. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, so before we dive further, obviously today we're talking about Power Rangers Cosmic Fury season 30, episode 10, the end, uh, which is, has a story by Alwyn Dale and Becca Barnes with a teleplay by Becca Barnes, Alwyn Dale, and Guy Langford and was directed mm-hmm. by Michael Hurst. And the short description for this one is, if Team Cosmic Fury can't stabilize the Master Captivator, a wave of pure evil threatens to wipe out all that is good in the universe. No pressure, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> um, Not at all. And so, yeah, I agree, Zach. Like, absolutely. This is probably, like, the best, like, ending of it all as we could have hoped for. Um, mm-hmm. There's... <sighs> We'll obviously bounce around and we'll talk about all of this, but there was a lot of complaints about this episode as far as, like, it being anticlimactic in the sense that, like, the kind of re- resolution to what happens is just a conversation. Um, there's not mm-hmm. a big Power Rangers battle, even though there is technically other Power Ranger battles throughout the episode. Um, mm-hmm. But what I think they do is to, like, outweigh that choice. They do give a lot of cameos and Easter eggs to other stuff with, like, literal things showing up in this episode. But, yeah. Um, I think we, I think we're all kind of all agree. We uh, we like this. We think it's a good ending as far as air quotes ending for the series is where we're starting mm-hmm. at. Um, yeah, and so kind of like like I told uh, you, you earlier, exactly like our kind of way of discussing these. We don't really go beat by beat. We kind of just go free flowing and kind of wherever. Like if there's a thing you really like think stands out in this episode, if there's mm-hmm. a thing we want to talk about. Um, I can I have so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> opening scene let's start from the beginning and yeah. go beat by beat. i mean i was gonna say i was gonna say uh, i'm starting with the credits it's nice to see yeah. kai smile in the credits he gets to smile because yeah. he's yeah. not evil <laughs> yeah it really is and also seeing uh fern in her orange is always 
such a serve. I love mm-hmm. it so much. Yeah, I, the the worst kept secret of the season, but it's still great to see. It, truly, truly. But I mean, we all kind of figured when she got cast into it, and like, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I tweeted about this last night. Um, I love her outfits after she gets to morph. Like they get yeah. increasingly better because prior to that, she's stuck in a sweater and a turtleneck for some reason. <laughs> but mm-hmm. then she, she's hiding her orange. Shirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And then she gets like a crop top and shorts. It looks really cute after that. I'm like, come on, guys. We could have done this a little earlier. But um, but yeah, it's also really great. I like about the credits too is this is the first and final time we get to see the full Cosmic Fury team in the credits. Yeah. Um, yes. And it's kind of that is that is the frustrating thing about it is that it's like this is, like throughout all of the uh, like promotional material and stuff, it showed Ollie in. Uh, his blue in his blue cosmic mm-hmm. fury outfit and stuff yes and so it was a surprise when you saw him in his evil outfit but also this is the only time we see the entire like group yeah, yeah. It, it, and it's like really at this point and, and even <laughs> technically we don't get the full group because like uh zeta isn't there because he's technically gone by this point at the beginning of the episode so like we don't really mm-hmm. ever exactly. get them fully together in this episode so uh yeah. yeah i know it is the thing that's bittersweet about it in the sense of like Maybe if we had more episodes, we would have gotten a little more of, like, air quotes, good Ollie. But, you know, you never know what would have happened even in the 20 episodes. It probably yeah. still would have played out similar um, to yeah. where we only get him in, like, a, a small amount of episodes. Um, mm-hmm. This season did feel slightly rushed, though. So, like, I was really upset when they said that they had re- re- reduced it from 20 to 10. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, because because there are some great episodes that could have been two-parters and would have really fleshed out and been, like, incredible. Mm-hmm. And just sometimes it, it felt like the writing was was great build-up, great build-up, great build-up. Oh, crud, we have three minutes left. Let's finish this. Yeah, yeah I... I, I agree with that, but I also think that's a, a factor of the form kind of thing. It is because they had 10 mm-hmm. episodes, they kind of had to just, like, it was all f- killer, no filler. We had to move. Um, I yeah. feel like, had it blown out to 20 episodes, I feel like we'd be seeing a lot more Q-Ranger Zord footage, that's for sure. <laughs> um, True. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that even if they got 20 episodes, we would have gotten this stretched out. It would have been this probably still compressed in certain parts but then there would have been other stuff added in that may have weighed it down a bit so i i Mm -hmm. i understand zach but i kind of feel like that's kind of just what it this is what we got and we got to kind of work with what that unfortunately uh i do a good point yeah but it, it still feels so impressive too because like while there are certain parts that are rushed like and this is my third time watching it since it came out but like it's still so interesting sometimes how like the pacing kind of works on most of the episodes and like how jam packed they are um so it, it's just interesting like it's it's very much like they took on, took on the challenge and overall yeah. they oh, did yeah. really well there were things that could be done better but yeah it's it's just so interesting seeing just how much they crammed into this 10 episode stretch well i mean like if you compare it to the original season of like mighty morphin which had so much filler yeah oh yeah and like almost every other episode was was a let's just deal with what with a kid's problem i mean this is great because it's just like hey we have a story to tell because we only have 10 episodes so let's go yeah 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 and i think it's something that like we would we wouldn't have gotten this a decade ago honestly like it Exactly. We wouldn't have gotten it, like, four years ago, like, much less. <laughs> um, I mean... Hmm. Yeah, and, there, and, that, and actually, that's actually a statement I think that can apply to a lot of this episode specifically, because there are a lot of things in this that, like, 
if it dropped into any other season, fans would be losing their minds. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And that's the frustrating thing is that it's like, it, like there's some great concepts in this in this episode that are really cool. And like mm-hmm. everything with like the master uh, with the uh, captivator is so sick. Yeah. 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 Like if that was in any other season, people would be flipping their lids over it. And then the fact that it was in Cosmic Fury and people were all just upset that it wasn't Q Ranger, they were just they they went into it mad. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing was gonna dissuade them from being mad about it is kind of the yeah. problem with that kind of view. But it we're gonna it set those people aside. Like, <laughs> yeah. It I mean it feels like it. A, it feels a lot like what happened during the Super Mega Force era, which I admit I feel the same way sometimes about that. Where you know it wasn't Gokaiger, like it. Or, I mean, it was Gokaiger, but it was Gokaiger done poorly. Like, I, I think it's an instance where like fans sometimes tends to take the Sentai and like try to cram the context in there, but it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, yeah, but I liked Cosmic Fury as a whole as well. Obviously, I, I'm hesitant to ever give Super Mega Force any kind of flowers. <laughs> so I, 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 I see I your point. See... I see your point, but I, I know, <laughs> I know, and. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest, like, as we're talking about this, I'm kind of like, do I do I give Super Mega Force a chance again? Like, do I go back and rewatch it? So I, I don't think it's, I don't think giving it another chance is gonna help it, but, you know, may God bless you, you know, may the power protect you, <laughs> go forth with that. Uh, speaking we'll of see. which, uh, let's talk about uh, one of the big scenes in this, or bigger scenes in this episode is... Uh, oh, you mean the opening? Yes, I mean the opening and it kind of peppers throughout because I thought the scene happened all at the beginning, but no, it does kind of go through the opening of the episode. Uh, we get mm-hmm. Ion in the morphing grid um, which yeah. of course kind of has to be a white void because money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean like they could have they could have definitely added in some like sweeps of like colorful like mist that go around occasionally to just add like implication of like the iridescence of the morphin grid but i was fine with the white with the white room yeah because it's because it's nice and it's like clean and like very Mm -hmm. like oh anything can come from this exactly well and it also makes you focus on ion and quote-unquote zato like exactly it, it shifts all the focus on those two in the moment yeah and uh speaking of not zato um the blue eye effect is weird. I I don't I don't love it. Oh, it's it's definitely contacts that they then add as a uh, a VFX to to make them a little bluer. Yeah, yeah. again, I, I I, it makes sense why they do it, but it is like every time they have Russell on there with blue eyes, I'm like, this is weird. I don't like this. Um, it could have been cool to do like the full eye, like including the like whites as blue. That could have been neat. Or or mm-hmm. wipe them out. Because, like, I mean... Or wipe them out. Because like, that's usually yeah. how, like, Zordon, at least in the comics, is kind of depicted as having the white out mm-hmm. eyes kind of thing. That would be an interesting idea. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, probably it was just easier to do the eyes. You know, whatever, whatever. Uh, but the concept of this scene is essentially, like, Ion, again, trying to appeal to get Zato back. He's like, hey, I need him. You know, can we bring him back to life? The person that he's talking to is like, no, I feel Zato in the Morphin Grid, but he can't ever, he cannot come back to life. He is gone. And I thought they they did they did a great way of avoiding the word dead in in a way in a way that didn't that didn't feel like they were avoiding the word dead. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because yeah. like with more with with Power Rangers, they're always like, "Oh, they've been destroyed. They've been lost. They've been yeah. gone." Like, 
But the way he's like, his mortal life is now over. I was like, that's a great way to put it without saying mm-hmm. he's dead as hell. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it does feel weird to go back to the not saying dead when we had once and always, which was like, dead, 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 kill, kill, kill. And it's like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, we're back to this. This is a little weird, but all right. But yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. It, it, they did a good job of like speaking around it. And I think also, I mean, he's not dead. Technically, he's just not going to be able to come back to life as they know it kind of thing. And I do think phrasing that way does make sense. Um, Yeah. It's definitely like a... I'm trying to say this. It's definitely um, a way of like helping Ion, but also the viewers like accept the loss. And like it's... There's a lot that could be said with this stretch of episodes where it's like grief as a whole. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. It's It's a very... It's a very interesting way of Power Rangers showing kids ways to sort of deal with grief. Mm-hmm. And, like, the idea of the Morphin Grid is, like, the idea that comes up with religions and other things is that there's an energy, there's a thing, there's something that you yeah. go to that, like, while your mortal life ends, you'll always exist within this space and just know that they're watching over you. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without it, and it didn't get too preachy about it either, which I really liked. Yeah, and I think also it like it again, it being in the context of an episode called the end of it technically being the end of like Cosmic Fury and the end of Power Rangers as we know it, it's nice to have the scene of like, A, it's done for now, but they're not gone. Like yeah, that kind of right. could work in a bigger sense too that I really like as well. But I mean yeah. obviously the big like the big point of the scene is the thing we get at the end when Ion gets sent back, because you know you're wondering like, well, if it's not Zato, then who is this person? And we get the wonderful lie at the end of like that. I think mm-hmm. Russell does a great job with, with the, there's something I used to say in times such as these may the power protect you. And it's mm-hmm. like, Ugh, when I first heard that I had, in fact, I just got chills right now. Just here yeah. again. And it wasn't even Russell saying, it. I was just like, Oh, I love that moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, I think Russell plays it really well um, in the sense of like, mm-hmm. he plays it with this kind of like, longing this nostalgia for it this like oh yeah i i know kind of this what this feels like and it's like oh oh, 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 it just hits right in the heart Um, yeah yeah well it's this cool moment where like this spirit who like the concept of the z-wave is that zordon as they knew it was destroyed yeah Mm -hmm. and so this spirit who like doesn't really like who is just an, an existence in the grid in the grid has a moment of like sort of clarity of being like there was something I used to say in moments such as these. Mm-hmm. And Russell plays it so well of like this moment of this all be all like seeing creator pe- being being like, wait, I had a mortal life and I used to say something. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's interesting too, because like, it, it's one of those things where like, I, they, they still try to leave it open ended. Um, but at yeah. the same time, it's it's still very much obvious what they're trying to homage and what they're doing. Um, I do think it's interesting because David Fielding, the original Zordon, like he, I don't know, if people were asking him his thoughts about it, and like he was actually trying to think that maybe it was like an amalgamation uh, amalgamation of all the mentors, which I thought was interesting. I was like, hmm, but I like that idea. Yeah, like it's the idea of like their spirits are all like one spirit, but I mean it. I think it's also something... They sort of confirm it's Zordon um, at the end when Billy's like, I like that he's using his term. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a good way to reveal it, I think, to the younger audience. Like, because obviously younger audiences, so they're not going to know, so... Uh, yeah. These kids out here don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's one of the three Power Ranger things now left on Netflix. They might. They might have watched it. Maybe they might. 
Um, but uh, outside of this scene, I do think it's funny that, you know, as the battle is raging outside of the Morphin Grid, uh, when things turn bad, Scrozzle just nopes out. And he is, in theory, still running around out he, there. <laughs> he is. That's so iconic, Scrozzle, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I, I think that's one of the things that, like, I really, if if you would have told me, like, <clears throat> what? three years or back when beast morphers first premiered that scrozzle would be through a presence throughout the remaining seasons i would not believe you i'd be like oh no he's just gonna get destroyed like yeah <laughs> but scrozzle survived two working for like two maybe three bad guys at this point it lived through it yeah. and it's just like no nah, i'm out man i'm done yeah. <laughs> exactly he's he's a finster who could see who could see the writing on the wall and was like yeah. nah i'm peacing out right now <laughs> he's like, yeah. here's my two weeks notice um bye. Yeah. he did Which... not even give a two week notice <laughs> he yeah. just dipped yeah no i i think like that's why i like scrozzle so much because like i already like scrozzle in general because he his design is literally derived from finster yeah. but like at the mm-hmm. same time, like, it's just one of those things, like, Campbell Cooley does a good job of voicing him and, like, making him charismatic, even though he's just a robot. Like, I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. Speak- oh, speaking of bad guys, Slyther and... Mucus. 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 Their whole, like, concept of, like, being human and, like, feeling wrong in their bodies and being like, no, our true selves are these other forms... And being allowed to have that and being and like this this change of like, hey, yeah, you don't have to look human to be quote unquote good. Yeah, that's rude. Goodness comes in all forms. Mm-hmm. I loved that. And so when they came flying in and they're just like, we stole a squid drill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I loved that. I, and, and I'm happy that they got a happy ending. Yeah, they're such a good duo. They are. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so funny to them piloting it and just being like, well, we stole a squid drill. Now we're going to help destroy things. And then when they're floating in space together after their squid I was drill. for sure when I first saw that, I was like, so they're dead. <laughs> I was hoping they'd get scooped into like the cosmic cruiser or whatever. Or yeah. they would teleport into it and be with the team. Yeah. But it's all good. Uh, I think, and again, speaking of Campbell Cooley, I think he did a great job as Slyther and then Tor Henson as a mucus. Yeah. Like, they both did amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Agreed. And speaking of the Agreed. whole squid drill scene, that gets our big cameo. I think one of the biggest ones that, again, if this was dropped in any other season, would have like blown people's minds. Mm-hmm. We get the arrival of multiple Megazords. Uh, we mm-hmm. so I didn't clock all of them. I saw the Astro Megazord mm-hmm. and the Mighty Morphin Zor- uh, Megazord. Yep. Who I, I didn't recognize the others because it's been so long since I've yeah. seen so many other seasons. It's so, Lost Galaxy, and then mm-hmm. I know it's Ninja Steel. They're like Blaze Zord or whatever, and then I the fifth one I'm blanking on. It's the Beast okay, Beast X from Beast Morphers. Okay, because I uh, never saw Ninja Steel. Uh, okay, well, yeah. yeah, you're not missing much. <laughs> Which honestly is such a good combination of Zords to pick because. We've had the connections to Grid Battle Force and Mighty Morphin, of course, yep. Ninja Ninja Steel through Mick, and then uh, the two the two previous space seasons. Like, I remember when I first watched it, I was like, "This is kind of like a random group of Zords." But now that I've actually rewatched it and thought about it, I'm like, "Oh wait, these Zords all do kind of have a purpose." Like, it does suck that the Disney era didn't get a Zord, but at the same time, like we have those direct connections. So I think that yeah. like, it, it makes sense that those Zords would probably be the ones that would want to like come out and help. Yeah. It's also cool because it's like, uh, it also sort of connects to once and always. Yeah. yeah. Because with SPA and everything, mm-hmm. it, that's what, uh, Adam and Aisha are part of, right? Yes. Yeah. SPA. Yeah. 
And so, like, the idea of the Astro Mega Ship is definitely Adam and Aisha are on there. They're like, hey, what's up? Yeah, and, yeah. and I mean, speaking of cameos, uh, in the cockpit with Billy is a Yellow Ranger who they've confirmed is Min. Um, oh really I didn't know they confirmed that that's awesome they have confirmed it it would have been nice had she gotten a line or been able to take her helmet off since we know Charlie uh, was there Um, yeah it would have been nice but I I do like that she is there at the very least and I and I do like how Kevin how you kind of like pointed out you know these are the swords that make sense because if how how would the Jungle Fury Megazord get up there you'd have to figure out which boat it is and these were probably the easiest ones they're like look they should all be in space or they should be able to get to space these will work yeah Yeah. (laughs) these are all spacefaring vehicles (laughs) yeah yeah um, it does tickle me, especially the one made of dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey. Well, it's got rockets on the back of it, at least. Hey, like <laughs> yeah. the, Great point. the Astro Mega ship could have picked it up, or you know, they could <laughs> the others could have carried one another. They got it figured out. It does tickle me that in that fight scene with the Megazords, um, the Ninja Steel Megazord is doing its final attack, which in show is that it launches the Ninja Steel Rangers out. It literally shoots each one of them out of the cannon in the middle so it's like oh are they just floating in space after their attack <laughs> jesus kamikaze yes yes well, i mean they probably just like teleported back in so yeah it's just funny <laughs> to think about it. it's like you know the astro mega ship's got a gun the like dino megazord's got a sword you know which was so gundam <laughs> yes just the, the way the astro mega ship was shooting i was just like that's that's a gundam right there <laughs> yeah it's a full-on gundam i mean it, it really is because it's the one that mostly goes from just one thing to one thing rather than like it being five component parts so yeah 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 um, and uh so from there we get kind of like one of my favorite parts at least from the episode is the point when they realize oh well where can we find like grid power so we could enter the grid because they're like okay this thing's gonna blow if we don't put it somewhere we mm-hmm. we're going to cause a problem we'll put it in the morphing grid where no one is it'll explode there and things will be okay maybe question mark um, yeah. and so the way they figure out there's a connection is to the altar at Zordnia, which I kind of love that they're going back to that um and we get a moment where they're like, well, how do we do this? And it's like, oh, well, maybe the staff wasn't meant for one person to use because they they all look at Javi and are like, well, we don't want that to happen to us. No offense, Javi. <laughs> and he looks so sad every time they bring it up. Uh, but they realize that you're supposed to use the staff and like maybe do it as a team. And there's this great exchange where they're all saying lines, you know, you're sharing the danger all on this together. It's the Ranger way. And I yeah. really I liked that moment. And <laughs> it's like, great. It's just so good. Yeah, um, and then but, and then let's get flowers to the main villain, the true main villain of the season, because that's when Bajilia pops back up, right? Mm-hmm. It says your favorite line that you used is your cold opening. <laughs> it it was a good line. Like I, I don't know. Like I definitely like I've warmed up to Bajilia a lot because yeah. like the amount of, the amount of tentacles it takes to like you know, manipulate the Emperor Evil and, like, get away with it like this. Like, granted, she doesn't win in the end, but, like, it, she's become one of my more favorite villains, honestly. Yeah, and I think, I think for a character that, one, has no, like, kind of, like, it has nothing in, like, the Sentai that they're pulling from. This is a wholly new character. I really like yeah. it. And again, we've brought this up on previous episodes, Zach. I don't know if you've heard. We talked about the fact that it's funny that their, their main villain that they came up for the final season was a billion-dollar corporation that they that abuses its workers and it's like hmm who could they potentially oh, be I talking about that. yeah 
I absolutely adored that. <laughs> that also might be why it's the last season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Hasbro's like, wait they, a minute. <laughs> they hit too close to they hit too close to home. I mean, this villain's like, sure, this is bad for workers' rights. Like the fact that that line got into Power Rangers is <laughs> so funny. It's so funny. it is. But also, like, it, I, I just love the fact that, like, at this point, she is, like, all of her stuff is destroyed. Like, she has nothing left. And the Rangers even comment on that. And she's like, all I have to do is get one blast past you. That's all it takes. And you know what? She gets it. Yeah. Well, and she also yeah. uh, gets to do some uh, Disney era wire foo before she dies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I thought Which was I, funny. I, I just also love the fact that we got the gag where, like, her blaster doesn't get destroyed. It lands and then it fires off a shot anyway. Yeah, and all it's like it's, really it, it's very I know, it's very that like concept of like in in like TV shows and movies of like don't drop a gun because it'll just go off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and we also get um kind of so we get one last morph and Ollie gets to be part of it this time because I believe he got a flash morph last episode. Yeah. And 100% I'll never ever ever get over Hunter's uh hip swivel. Because it's the best thing in the world whenever she <laughs> yeah. morphs. She just she just pops that hip out, and I'm like, work. Yeah. Every time. It, it is so funny. Um, it is. And I, 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 again, we've talked about this on other episodes. I, I love this, like, morphing sequence. I know people bitch and moan about how long it takes, but I love the little flip of the orb into the air, it launching down, them knocking it and going and morphing. Um and we get their uh, power cannon one last time, the Cosmic Fury cannon. And I love. <laughs> and they get it actually working. Yes. <laughs> they yell, unleash the fury when it fires, which I thought was great. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, this kind of leads us into like the like big confrontation with Zed because they get into the grid. Is it is it Zato shows up first and then they go into like the container or? Yes. yes. Okay. Let's talk about... Which also, Zato is the nude Morphin Master. I don't care if they say champagne, it's nude. (laughs) Well, let's talk about it. I wish this... Also, champagne isn't better. I wish his suit was this. I just wish he would have had the Morphin Master garb from the beginning. I kind of wish he didn't have the Zenith Ranger suit. I kind of wish he just had this. With his helmet. Well, the Zenith Ranger suit sort of is sort of an allusion to the Morphin Master outfit, but it's like a like proto version like oh you're still like in this yeah. half-life of yeah. like living and living and not living but i wish like they maybe would have like pulled more of the armor pieces into the zenith ranger suit because i just I, I that would have like one had him stick out more from the team and would have like mm-hmm. i think in a really nice way would have made him air quotes the sixth ranger um that he already is anyways i just there, there's something cool i would i wish they would have done in like maybe making him like more of a half morphin master at the time but yada 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 that's just a critique of my own but i agree i wish they wouldn't have given him the yeah. uh, nude uh illusion cape or anything just make him make him the white morphin master like just do it and yeah unfortunately i mean like i i feel like they for some reason were like pointedly trying to avoid using it as white they were uh, apparently simon. hasbro was ha- hasbro yeah. was simon and them wanted him to be the white ranger and then hasbro was like oh that might be weird if you make a black actor the white ranger and it's like, no, it's only weird if you do what you're doing now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, si- Simon spilled all the tea the day it came out. Yeah. Simon's- Simon spills the tea constantly. <laughs> I mean, what what's going to happen if he does? It's not like yeah. he's, he's going to lose his job. They're not doing yeah. any more of these. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I well, think he's too, in the industry, so he doesn't have a job right now. Yeah. Well, but the thing is, too, this is the thing, like, ultimately, like, 
there are things that he could have handled better. I will be the first to say that. I will admit that. Um, but like, I, I could definitely feel like it was very interesting how the fandom pivoted whenever the show actually came out. Because if you remember, he was literally the worst person on earth to the yeah. fandom. But then like the day it came out, every, like he literally got into a space with the fans and they were all like, I listened to that space some. And I remember a lot of people that were like really going after him, they were all like, oh my gosh, thank you for everything. Like they were like sucking up. And I'm like, okay, that I knew you were that girl. That, that's the kind of girl you are. I mean, that's most of the Power Ranger fandom, if we're being real. <laughs> yeah, but we'll leave it at that, so. Um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Uh, but then we get what I think is fun, is when they go into the Master Captivator, we're kind of in an old school MMPR dimension. <laughs> oh, we're totally in the dark dimension, which I <laughs> yeah. love. Well, it's and I, so- I, I really like the fact that, like, Zato acknowledges, he's like, we are energy right now. Like, we are not physical beings. Y- yeah, and we get... Which oh, is such yeah. a cool we- concept. And we get the kind of fun explanation that, hey, time works different here. Uh, you know, we can't fight each other because nothing can be created or destroyed in this space kind of thing. Uh, exactly, which is a great way of being able to, like, calm Zed down because Zed's uh, first reaction will always be to fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we get more of, like, and... Zed in his, like, Master Zed mode. Um, what did you think of that, Zach? I'm... Honestly? I loved it. The mass I I may be I may be one of the few. Yeah. But the Master Zed mode is it's such a great culmination of who Zed was. Yeah. And like him and like even him like when he got it like mentioning like uh if only Dark Spectre could see me now like it's this whole mention of just like finally attaining this level of power that he had seen in others and wanted and yeah. finally got. And then for him to for him to let it go to understand that fine i can continue being a villain i can i can try and attain this power again because i've gotten it now yeah so i know i can get it yeah it's no longer a pipe dream yeah. i've done it i've succeeded so i can do it again so yeah. i will let go of it this one time yeah, yeah. well and I, I like how that they get him to that point though because it's really ollie that kind of pushes him in a way because ollie, mm-hmm. ollie who has worked with him ollie who now knows him really well is like hey look you don't want to do this and die right you don't want that so here's the option <laughs> yeah um, yeah and, and it, it's yeah in like sorry is there like a like is there kind of a part of me that's sad that we don't get like a big all-out fight against master zed yeah a little bit but i do but i like this a lot yeah. <laughs> well I think it, this, mm-hmm. i think it speaks better uh, it, it's how this team would handle it too like, yeah i don't think they're gu- oh, they're, exactly they're guns yeah. blaz- they're not the guns blazing type of team at all yeah, no, it ties directly into the overall arcing theme of Dino Fury and Cosmic Fury, which is this idea of you don't, and even once and always, where you don't have to fight to succeed. Like, you can find ways to solve the problem without fighting, which is so interesting which because... Is great. Yeah, like, it's such, an, it's such an antithesis to what Power Rangers has been for the longest time. Yeah. Well, and also it's 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 a huge antithesis to what Power Rangers started as, and what parents got so up in arms about yeah. was that it was such a violent show. Well, yeah. it's it's funny that you'll say that because I think the show has always also been like has said that they're like we don't go to violence first, but it's like yeah, but your footage is you always going to violence first. Yeah, um, so, exactly. So it, it's a thing of like them actually leaning into the thing that Power Rangers talks about doing. Um, and let's talk about the resolution to this conversation. Not only do they get Zed to step down, um, but they give him a new home. And he 
runs into someone familiar. Uh, I think they, I think they did her dirty. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but also it was a non-union, so they couldn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it sucks. It sucks that we couldn't get Barbara Goodson to voice her, but the person trying to do it was doing their best. I think it's. Well, called... Oh no, not that. Oh, okay, that's not what I'm worried about. Oh. What, what I felt was that, like, one, the wig looked atrocious. I mean, um, like, like the, the faraway shots. It's a helmet. Like, it, the yeah. hair is so much bigger. They just reused the Robo but... Rita outfit. So. Oh, did they? Yeah, no, that's Probably. the Robo Rita. Like, like they... they literally just took the Robo Rita outfit and put it on the actress, and then like. That's why. It was like, then we're like, lay down. Yeah. Here, here um, we put a face mask like, on you. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> there's a, there's an aspect that I'm like, it's cool that they used Rita. It's sad because I, what I, what I liked, and I've, I've been rewatching uh, old Maddie Morphin because it's really all that's left on uh, Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and, there's a point where Rita and Zed sort of do love each other. Yeah. And so it's it's sort of sad that, like, they're like, ha, 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 toxic. And it's like, yeah, no, they're both bad guys, but they do in their way care for each other. So it's kind yeah. of upsetting that, like, Nibiru, is that the name of the planet? Yeah, Nibiru. Nibiru uh, is like, haha, Rita's his worst nightmare. Yeah, yeah but I mean, that's also well, speaking of Zed, who at this point is a true it's not the original Zed, yeah who is the one who fell in love with her yeah, yeah. So he's also been, yeah go ahead this may be his version of a worst nightmare is he's subordinate to someone for the rest of his life yeah it's kind of his idea um so, that's a good but point there's, there's even that scene though where he's like i hate that i love you and so like yes. yeah i i think what and i think that's what's so fascinating about how they finish this off with zed is you know zedo gets that great line of like redemption is possible for anyone even lord zed and so like i think yes. it's one of those things too that, like zedo knows the history of zed and rita and like how eventually zed did find love like true love yeah. um and i think that's part of what the plan is is that like eventually zed will like follow the same path he did eventually and then we'll get him redeemed yeah they, they, they the line the exact line is even lord zed has the potential for redemption yeah um, so and I, and I like that that's part of why they bring him to Nibiru. I was like, okay, once he realizes his lesson, he can leave. Uh, but in the meantime, he's stuck here. And anyone who's evil who tries to get him will also be stuck here. So it's kind of a... Yeah, it's better than a crystal gem. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's still a fun little nod. Like, I think it's definitely... Like, I, I enjoyed it because I'm a season three fan. Like, I... I I will make I will always make the brave and controversial statement that Rita and Zed were better together than by themselves. Um and season three oh, yeah. shows that. But um and it was really interesting too because like it it the writing they did for it did feel very like season three ish. Yeah. And they, they the fresh of my drink. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I will say Rita stopped having headaches once she got married. True. Mm. <laughs> true i will refrain they were a happy couple i will refrain from making any statements about that we're gonna let that one go <laughs> <laughs> well yeah so because, the next... because zed would bring her medicine that's what it was uh-huh. exactly that's mm-hmm. what it was mm-hmm. yeah that, that, medicine, medicine that looks like that looks like a sake bottle yeah medicine <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh uh... lord oh samurai um but uh, then we get kind of our final goodbye for the team, at least, for with Zayda. Yeah. Um, we get the really sad line where Solon's like, you're going, aren't you? 
Um, and Zato says, you know, thank you for being my team, my friends. And they do one last big group. Yeah. Link, yeah. Which I love. They did too. And then he says, yeah. until next time, Rangers, which I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, it was really well done. It was. I loved, I just loved getting them all together one last time and getting to say mm-hmm. bye. It was really, really. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was hugely cathartic for, uh, Ion because. Yeah. Uh, he got to say goodbye mm-hmm. and that's and that's really i think what he wanted deep down is like in, in all yeah. of this he just wants to be able to say bye to his friend before he goes yeah agreed and it's it's very it's just so well done um and then we get the kind of final closing scene and i mean my big takeaway from it is one i love ion's uh season two zach hair yeah the little twist <laughs> i love that that's great I loved uh, Amelia's pig- Amelia's pigtails. I thought that was a cute look for her as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But this, scene- I, I love the Photoshop picture of their baby. Yeah, look, come on, that, that's TV <laughs> baby. They can't ever actually take a photo of a person for some reason. Yeah. Um, but it was good that we got like one final Santora cameo. Yeah, exactly. And I liked I liked in this scene too that like it you know Doctor Arcana is there, uh, Izzy and Javi's parents are there. It's yeah. pretty much everyone that they could pull into the scene. They got there on that stage. Um, mm-hmm. And oh yeah, they're definitely like, hey, so this is so today everyone who's a part like this is everyone's last rap rap day. Let's all or this is like this is the first day. Let's get everyone on stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's all cry together real quick, guys. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, it was, it, I, I like the scene. I like the spirit of it. It feels very Power Rangers, like you said, Zach, earlier, to end on a rock song and, and to end this little performance. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it felt, it felt very, we're celebrating uh, the very first Power Rangers day. Yeah. You know, it felt very that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of when, of like, at the end of uh, the initial story of Ma- Mighty Morphin, when they were like, and now we celebrate today as Power Rangers Day, and everyone came up, and then we saw Tommy, and Tommy's depowered, and it was just, I mean, like, it, it, because, like, that was the first time we had, like, the, the, like, look, Tommy's okay, he may be normal now, but now he, but, like, he's like, yeah, the Rangers are great. It was this whole thing, and it just, it, it had that same energy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we close out, uh, we, I mean, so, we, we, you brought up earlier, uh, Billy being obsessed with Zordon and being like, oh, wait, that's what my mentor said, and then he has that moment with Mick where he's like, he might still be out there, and it's like, Billy, I'm gonna need you not to sacrifice another alpha robot for this, so. Yeah, also, last time you did this. (laughs) Did not end well, so don't, mm, leave it be. Yeah. Um... It's the only thing we're worried about now is somehow whatever happens next, Billy's gonna somehow cause it. But uh, th- we get the last moment. We see them all celebrating, uh, and we see Zato in his little watching from the grid, and he says, "Cool, cool, coolio." As the show ends, and I have a problem with that ending. I okay, say your piece. <laughs> I will allow you. To I will say it. my. <laughs> I will say my piece. So. Uh, the, the like I was saying, the with the energy of everything, the rock song before and after him saying "Cool, Cool, Coolio" was a perfect ending. Mm-hmm. He, the, having the last line literally be "Cool, Cool, Coolio" felt like a throw, felt like a, a callback that wasn't needed. Hmm. Just because, just because, like, and also, it in my opinion, it undercut their uh, their final goodbye because we knew he would be watching over them. We didn't need to see it. Yeah, I, I understand that. And that's my opinion. I understand that. I like having him look back <laughs> on them one last time. And like, sure, w- 
guys, it's like, I'm sorry, this is Power Rangers. This is a thing they're going to do. So it's like, I'm cool with True. it. I'm just like, this is, it could have been a worse line. It could have been something yeah. else. I, I'm happy with it being them. Well, you know, are, are you cool with it or are you cool, cool, cool Coolio, Coolio with it? I am cool, cool, Coolio yeah. with it. I think it's, I think it's fine. I think <sighs> no, it's the worst. I, How dare you? No, but I get where you're coming from, Zach. I, I can see it. Um, I, I'm kind of like indifferent about it. I think like it is like one of those cute, like, oh, moments. But yeah, I can, I can see both sides of it. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, my thing is I don't get as, I think, upset as other people. Cause there's definitely like a contingent of fans, of Power Ranger fans online that hate it and get, or like it ruins everything. And I'm like, no, there's so much good leading up to that, that sure. Let that be the last line. All right. Exactly. Bye. Like I'm not, I'm not mad about, I'm, oh, I'm a little mad about it. <laughs> but what I, but you're reasonably mad at is, it. Exactly. I could, well, just cause I'm like from a, from a perspective of just like story to story, like line, I was like, okay. I can like I I agree I can see like why, why they want to do that because it was like an iconic joke with uh with Zato but I was just like hmm that's that's really what it was so I was like a eh. and, and when that happened I do wonder if I I, I, I didn't froth at the mouth and like yeah. get online yeah I do wonder if they didn't have him record a couple other lines too because I I wouldn't be surprised if there was a version of this where he says may the power protect you one last time. Yeah, as it ends. I wouldn't be surprised. I bet this was just mm-hmm. the one when they were like, "Oh, but this feels like the most fun line to have." I, I yeah. bet that's why they went with it. Uh, but again, I, I can see your point, Zach. But I, I, I don't mind it. I think it works fine. Uh, I don't think yeah. it destroys anything that comes before it. And I think it's just a cute little way to end, especially yeah. have and to have Russell Curry in that moment because I think he deserves to be in that seed, even if he's not yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think too, it's also like the way Russell plays it in the end is so fun because it's him sitting there looking at his team and feeling proud and like seeing what he was able to accomplish. So I, I, I also I like it. that it shows him in the Morphin Master helmet first. Yeah. And then it pulls, away. Like it pulls away to see that. Yeah. So good. Uh, but mm-hmm. that's it for now, I guess. <laughs> for now. Um, for now. Uh, what did you think? I mean, we've kind of talked through it as we've gone overall, but what do you think of kind of Cosmic Fury as an ending? What do we think of Cosmic Fury overall? Yeah. Loved it. Yep. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um, I was so hyped when it came out and I sat down, watched the whole thing. Same. Uh, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as much as I remember enjoying Power Rangers when I was a kid. Yeah. Yes. And that's what I loved about it was that Agreed. Dino Fury and Cosmic Fury gave me the same energy mm-hmm. that I felt that I had, that I was getting when I was watching Mighty Morphin as a kid. Yeah. So I was like, I was watching it and I was like, man, to be a kid again right now mm-hmm. and watching my Dino Fury. Yeah. I, it, I would be, I would be apoplectic. I would just be freaking out constantly. I would, yeah. It would have, it would have, just like with Mighty Morphin became my whole uh, personality. This would have become my whole personality yeah. if I was a kid right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like, and we've talked about this on the podcast before with Dino Fury as well. Like, it, it's just such a gift. Like, it, yeah. especially after what we have had over the last decade of Power Rangers, you know, we've had varying highs and lows of quality um, since it came back. Like, yeah. just seeing where we've come from and, like, kind of seeing how Simon in particular and his team, like, they really combated that thought process that, you know, Power Rangers is just a kid's show, right to four year olds. Like, it can be more than just a show that sells toys. Like, it can, it can deliver strong messages and have strong things shown. 
Well, that's what I liked is that it, it, it felt very much as an adult watching it mm-hmm. that it was if I had if I had a four year old kid, yeah, it'd be something I'd be able to sit down and watch with them. Yeah. And that's the important thing with a lot of like children's media that used to be a big thing mm-hmm. and has slowly gone away in a lot of ways, except yeah. for new things like Bluey and stuff. Yeah. Where like it's you you're writing for your audience, which are children and their parents. Yeah. And so, like, while it's goofy and it has, like, cheesy uh, lines and stuff, the parents can appreciate the, uh, like, the morals that are being taught. Yeah. Um, I do hope, like, just to kind of turn talk towards the future, you know, obviously, we all know there's, like, supposedly a reboot that Netflix is working on actively, or maybe not. It has to be Zenkiger. Is that... No, okay. I'm kidding. I'm I was like, fully kidding. I was like, uh, <laughs> but yeah. you know, we have whatever reboot's gonna come. Um, you know, we've heard they're like potentially moving production to Canada, yada yada yada. Um, I would hope whatever they do, honestly, I wouldn't mind if we took what Dino Fury and Cosmic Fury did and just gave it a bigger budget. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, give it a Netflix budget. Yes, give it a Netflix budget yeah. and then see what happens. Like don't don't change like writing, like maybe tweak writing a little bit. Like there's some weird yeah. writing in, in this, but tweak it a little bit, but keep the mm-hmm. spirit of what they're doing in these two seasons, and I think you yeah. can make something great. Oh, um, I agree. One hundred percent. But you know, we'll see what ends up happening with that, you know, what direction they yeah. take, what tone they take. Because again, it, right now there's always speculation people say oh they're gonna do this they're gonna do why it's like well we don't we don't know there's been a strike for half of last year we don't know what's mm-hmm. gonna happen which which reduced uh the industry by like almost 80 90 percent yeah yeah exactly yeah like i still don't have a job because of it right yeah but uh, I'm excited for it because it, it because there are new things that are coming up and mm-hmm. so like the the future i feel is bright yeah Yeah. well and we've talked about this before as well and like it's power rangers is no longer just a tv show it is a tabletop game it is a role-playing game it is a comic book series like there there are so many new avenues that can be enjoyed through it that it's no longer bound to just be a tv series exactly and i mean like what i would what i think would be cool would be after this uh, hiatus if they did their live action one, but if they did an animated show, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, because people... an animated show would allow them to do a lot of stuff. It would, uh, unfortunately, I don't like saying this, but it would be cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would, it would allow them to have a to do something more interesting and to do something more dynamic, and then they wouldn't have to focus on like mm-hmm. if they are still planning on. Uh, using Sentai in any way, which I don't know if they are. Who they knows? don't have to. Yeah, they don't have to. And I mean, even yeah. if even if it's you know we do five years, five or ten years of original Power Rangers, and Sentai keeps going in that time, what's to say that in ten years they couldn't go back and be like, well, let's pull this Sentai, let's do this yeah. one, let's go back to the old exactly. model. Exactly. Like they, it can always they can always go back yeah. to the old model. Um, yeah, because Sentai is not ending. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we got these- those out. Yeah, we got a GoBusters adaptation ten years later. Like <laughs> exactly, it's, which is so wild still to think about. Um, but we, we got a GoBusters adaptation that also concluded RPM. 
which honestly I kind of loved. Yeah, slay. Uh, <laughs> honestly, <'cause>, slay. <laughs> like, well, I, the- I had I had fallen off at around uh, Lost Galaxy, mm-hmm. so I never saw RPM. So when so when every when I started watching Beast uh, Morphers, I was like, oh, this like this character seems really cool, and I started googling and I started you know yeah. hyper fixating, <laughs> and um, you know neurodivergency we mm-hmm. um and i learned about the vengex virus and everything and i was like this is a cool and so i finally watched it and i was like this is a really interesting concept and mm-hmm. so like to be able to like have that sort of finality from that story because that storyline does fully end with yes they beat vengex they beat vengex but he's still alive yeah he's a virus yeah and so getting to have that finality with it is really cool mm-hmm it, is this the moment where I confess I still have not seen all of RPM? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Go for it. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess what I, the next series on this is going to be, we're going to do Joel uh, watches RPM, whether he yeah, likes it or not. I know we've talked about that before. I know, I know, I know. We're, do, we're doing it now. We're doing it. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, but yeah. Just, just every episode is going to be, okay, so this was episode one. What did you think? I, and I, I've seen those multiple times. I could probably talk about them without watching them. Um because well, you know what's a power ranger uh get ready <laughs> but uh yeah i i agree I and mean, like the future as far as we talked about it's bright there are many options they could take um there are so many ways they could go with this um and there's stuff that like you, you know fans are always going to be upset that um mmpr gets highlighted but you know i think we've seen breaks from that we've seen them mm-hmm. try to do things you know with the comics specifically you yeah. know right now we've got ranger academy which is kind of its own mm-hmm. weird new thing that's happening which mm-hmm. honestly i would love if if something ranger academy-esque was where they went with the uh, reboot of something that's like takes place in the universe power range like the, you don't have to do another M- uh, like mmpr which i'm un- which i'm unfortunately worried that they'll be doing another like mmpr-esque sort of group mm-hmm. but like doing it like ranger academy where it's like yes they're a force in the universe they're a force in the galaxy kids and it allow it would allow them to have like kid actors to be like hey we're training and then we get chosen by the grid i am basically uh describing one of my ttrpg games but <laughs> i would like it <laughs> i i would almost like it to be an animated one because my thought is if you do that we can then draw in whatever actor and maybe see if we can get them to come back and voice that character. Oh, oh yeah. Or that would mean that'll make for an incredible a- animated show because yeah. it would, or even if it was a CG show yeah. like uh, clone wars or, or bad batch or something, yeah. it would be cool because it would allow, it would allow for a younger it, and it could be pointed a little bit more towards a younger audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can do your live action Netflix show that like, you know, goes going to be gritty out. or whatever. Yeah. Please, I hope not. I I don't like the word gritty. I don't either. Every time it raises my hackles, because I just think of Power Slash Ranger, and I would, I will, I will end this franchise myself if someone makes an actual version of that. <laughs> oh, I know what they can call it. Mighty Morphin Power what? Rangers. What? Power World. Sorry. Oh no. Speaking of gritty, leave the podcast. <laughs> All right, I'm getting my Mighty purse. Morphin I'm leaving. Okay, Rangers. Hey, I was so more from Pokemon Rangers. Listen, so okay. Get them sued. But T, there is like at the Pride Fests here in Chicago, there is someone that sells pens that are like the Pokemon as Power Rangers artwork. Yeah. And I, I need to get those. I keep forgetting to. 
need to yeah, find I that need to see those. That sounds awesome. But yeah, no, it's like like a yellow ranger. Like it's like they basically take the Pokemon, but then like draw the Power Ranger elements on them. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, like I plan on uh, once I get work. Uh, my next tattoo is going to be uh, of the Mega of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Megazord coin. Yeah, yes. yeah. Of all the animal, like of all the uh, dinosaur. dinos. Yeah, that, yeah. That's awesome. That cool. because yeah. I'm like because I'm like I couldn't choose one power coin, so I was like I'll just do the one that's all of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. If I can ever get myself to go get a tattoo, I do want to get the lightning bolt and just like the outline of it, but each line mm-hmm. of the lightning bolt being a different ranger color. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's a, a that's a cool design that, so, like that so the I podcast logo uh, not pride colors though <laughs> different that's fair <laughs> it kind of is though it is it kind of is look any Power Ranger team is a pride flag if you really think about exactly. it it's <laughs> true really look at it. it's true it's true <laughs> it's, like, it's been gay the whole time it's that meme Power Rangers is gay <laughs> always has been <laughs> always has been we've literally had drag queens on the show like we that, that is drag let's be yes. real Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I just speaking of uh, queerness and Power Rangers, I love uh, Izzy and uh, Fern so much. Yes. Yeah. Uh, again, like nominated for Glad Awards, by yeah. the way. Glad uh, nominee, good. Power Rangers Cosmic Fury. Exactly. Which honestly, well deserved because they did it because they showed a great way of sort of like friends like of like frenemies to lovers yeah mm-hmm. with without being explicit but showing this sort of kindness and this sort of young love feel that straight people always get yeah and we as queer people don't get to have until we're in until we are like in our 20s and stuff and then we're expected to do so much yeah but these kids are allowed to be themselves and be cute and be like a little a little protective of each other and be like yeah. and do all it's I really like it. Yes. It's, it's great. It, it shows, it, they get to show that they care for each other. It, it's, I don't know, it's, it, it made my little gay child in my heart, like, heal a little bit. Yeah. yeah seeing them on, well, seeing and, them on screen. And they were also allowed to be more affectionate than I think some straight couples on the show have been. <laughs> oh, that's true. Um, I don't know that I think Haley and Calvin ever really embraced each other, but we see, like, Izzy and Fern on top of, like, hugging each other, kind of, you know, kind of cuddling next to each other. They don't get to make out or anything, but they do get to, like, peck each other on the cheek. Like, it, it is probably the most affectionate couple in Power Rangers, and that, that says something. <laughs> Yeah, um, and no one got Dear John, so that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Love that for them, or, 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 <laughs> or randomly shipped off to some like like new global games kind of thing, you know. Ugh. You know, I, I this this is so side uh side story, but I just rewatched and it came out of nowhere, but I rewatched the episode from Zio where Tommy gets the Dear John letter, and it's the most awkward moment. Because he gives it to Adam to read to everyone while he's pumping iron. Yeah, I remember that. It's like, don't make Adam do that. Don't put that on Adam. Well, I'm like, the thing is that Adam's super fine with it, and then he gets to the next line and he just pauses and he's just basically like, should I keep reading? I mean, I feel like that's like the equivalent of like, you know, like posting a text in the group chat, and it's like, that's from your girlfriend. Even then, I wouldn't. Exactly. This is this was she wrote this for you. She didn't write this for you to read to the entire crew. Yeah, See, I like, you, you, you know how he handed it to Tanya. Tanya would have been like, "Oh no, I'm not reading this out loud." <laughs> yeah. Tanya would have been like, "No, baby, you need to go I, somewhere by yourself and read this." I feel like there's a scene. Yeah, she would have read the whole thing first. Yeah, I feel like there's a scene off camera, like where like years later, Adam and Cam are catching up in a coffee shop, and she's just like, "You read that to the group." 
<laughs> and he's like, Tommy told me to do it. He was the leader. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> she's like, and she's like, this is why I broke up with him. <laughs> yeah, because he's a dumbass. No, he's dummy. Remember? Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, That's a deep cut right there. Uh, Love it. Well, we get to find out what them as a couple is in Power Rangers: The Return, coming out soon in comics. <laughs> yes, it's coming out soon, and I mean, it's. I don't have an opinion on it because I didn't. Uh, I didn't pay for it. Uh, me either. I'm like, nah, not sight unseen. You're not getting my money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because I'm like sight unseen. No. No. Uh. Uh-uh. I need to read I, this first. Well, because well, because I don't know AJJ as a writer. So I just don't know what her writing's like. So I'm like, I'm gonna read it first. I'm like, I'm gonna like read a couple like pages first before I decide to like buckle down on it. Yeah, yeah like my big my biggest problem is just like I, I'm not I'm not totally a fan of we're gonna do another version of a dark and gritty future and it's like yeah it's cool Amy's getting to reclaim this and do her own thing but I'm like we we did this already. <laughs> True. We've been here. We don't need. We could do a different story and like. Yeah, you want dark and gritty? Put in Lord Draken. Uh, well, have you kept up with the comics? I haven't. No. Uh, we'll we'll talk off mic if you want us to spoil it because I don't want us to. Uh... I would love to, but yeah, let's talk off mic on that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. um, I guess any last thoughts before we wrap up? Um, I guess the, this was a, I felt that, uh, people were too rude about this before it came out Mm -hmm. and then all, and then all of a sudden it was crickets when it came out. Uh, and this deserved more support because I really enjoy this as an ending. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, agreed. Couldn't have said it better myself. And I, I think, you know, this is a perfect way to be done with it for now there are so many worse ways we could have gone out there's so many worse ways oh, exactly. exactly this could have gone south um i think it did really great and i i'm so happy you know would i love 20 episodes yes but i'm happy for the 10 we got for it mm-hmm. what about you kevin i think it's a fantastic season overall and i i continue to be so grateful for what we got like we could have very easily just ended at Dino Fury and left on a cliffhanger, but the fact that we managed to get this, I think it's yeah. just production issues aside, suit issues, things like that. I think when you when you strip away all of the controversy that surrounded Cosmic Fury, and I use controversy very lightly, mm-hmm. and that's all I'll say, um, I think it's just so very special. And it's, it's, a, it's a labor of love, and you can tell from start to finish just how much love was poured into this by the cast, by the crew. And again, I'm just, I'm so eternally grateful that we got to have this opportunity to watch it. And, and this watch, this rewatch, I actually came around on the uh, suits. Cause I was a huge attractor of the suits. Cause I'm just like, just make it spandex. But like, I don't know, rewatching it, rewatching the last episode today. Yeah. I was like, you know what? These actually look fine. Yeah. I'm actually fine yeah. with this. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. Agreed. Uh, but well, I guess with that said, uh, that'll wrap up our show for this week. 
Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can hit us up on Twitter or Blue Sky at MadeThePowerPod or at MadeThePowerPod.bsky.social. Or if you want to email us, you can email us at MadeThePowerPod at gmail.com. Feel free to send mm-hmm. us comments, suggestions, topic ideas, critiques, or let us know if you're interested in coming on as a guest host, kind of like Zach has done today. Yeah. We're always ha- happy to have people come on and chat with us about this mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me on most social media at Thespis Punk. And where can they find you, Kevin? Uh, you'll find me. If you if you look around, you'll find me. But it's usually a BridgeMT, BridgeMT3, something along the lines. I, From a marketing perspective, I'm not very like consistent, so it's fine. Uh, anyhow, he does stream on Twitch, and you should definitely be checking those out. He tweets about yes, them all the definitely. time. So, I'm going to market... Great. Yep, I, if I if I got to market you for you, Kevin, I'm going to do so. Uh, but check him out. <laughs> Thank you, as always, for being my pimp. Uh-huh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and what about you, Zach? Anything you want to plug? Maybe they can uh, find you no, online? don't find me. Uh, <laughs> don't find me. Don't at me. Uh, I am an enigma, and uh, true. I'm a ghost. <laughs> It's true. It's true. I, I got to actually see Zach last week in person and hugged him. And like, that was I great. Yeah, it was. It was fantastic. But yeah, like I hugged him and like I just like was like hugging cl- air. I like just went right through. <laughs> and then yeah. immediately when he left, you were like, "Who was that?" Yeah. <laughs> like so a whoever cryptic. you were, thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, before we go, we just want to say thank you guys for listening. We're always happy to do this. We love getting to get on mic and chat about our mm-hmm, favorite heroes mm-hmm. in spandex. Uh, but with that, as always, may, may the, the power, power protect, protect you. you. I say nothing else and I leave.